Hey everybody, how's everyone doing? Thank you so much for tuning back in to another episode. This is Let's Talk and I'm Amina Bell. So today's episode is a special one because I'm going to be talking all about me. Yesterday, May 18th, was my birthday. I turned 20-something and I feel only as comfortable as I feel like going with that. (laughs) Um, But I'm definitely getting older and so I want to take this episode, I want to take the time out to let you guys know a little about myself and some, you know, facts and stories about me that you may not have known. Um, Some of my listeners I've known for a very long time, but I also have people who, you know, are just kind of giving the podcast a shot and don't know me personally. So hopefully everybody can learn a little bit about me. So what I'm going to do because I was trying to figure out how I'm, how I was going to format the show without it just sounding like I'm just giving you facts after facts about me. So I think I figured something out that works pretty well. I'm going to start with giving you guys top 10 things about me um, that you may not have known. And then I'm going to go into different areas and topics of my favorite things and give you stories and stuff. Um, that's how it's going to go. So hopefully you guys don't get lost in the sauce. Well, in these um, top 10 things about me, I'm calling them the top 10 things. Um, not because they are the most important things about me, but because I was trying to group it together with my favorite stuff. And it didn't work. So (laughs) it ended up being a top 10 list. And there's no order to it either. So number one and number 10 are the same, you know, to me. So without further ado, number one, I am left-handed. I'm a lefty. Now, the tricky part about me, though, is that I'm a lefty, but I do more things with my right hand so I want to say I'm ambidextrous but I don't say that because I really can't write with my right hand I mean I'm able to but I'm not I don't do it comfortably and therefore that's why I don't want to consider myself ambidextrous but I cut more comfortably with my right hand and other things that you would usually do with your dominant hand I actually do with my right hand but all my writing and um, other stuff, I don't know, feels more comfortable with my left hand. So yeah, I'm a lefty. Number two, I'm super messy. Okay, yeah. If you know me, that might not be the most shocking thing to learn, but I'm messy with a twist because I'm really particular. Like, I'm the kind of person who will have my room be in utter chaos, but if I see like something, a small speck or something on my cup, I don't want to drink out of it. Isn't that weird? Like, I don't... I'm messy. I'm legitimately messy. But I'm very particular. Like, I don't want to... I'm not a my food doesn't touch kind of person. Because I mix all my food up. But if I if I have a guideline for how I think something should go... Oh, excuse me. I got caught up. Then, like, I won't do it. Unless it's exactly how... I think it should be as far as setting stuff up or um, my food. If I wanted to have something fried and I ended up not having something fried, like I will eat, but I won't enjoy it as much. And um, like, see, I'm going off on a tangent. This doesn't have anything to do with me being messy. (laughs) All 
right, so I'm. This wasn't in the top ten, but I do tangents. I talk all over the place. Um, so just get ready for this crazy ride. Anyway, um, yeah. So that part. Number four. I was in a gang. Not only was I in a gang, but I was a gang leader. Okay. And the black gang will forever live on through me. Let me tell you that. So, all right. <gasps> I know some of my listeners are out there clutching their pearls. What? She was a part of the gang. She was a gang leader. Yes, I was. But there's a twist. So, when I was in about mm, eighth grade, I want to say, I had a group of friends. And I wanted to unify us and give us a name. You know, I thought it was cool. Um, a little bit of it was, you know, I wanted to be a gangster, but I wasn't trying to do like illegal stuff. I just wanted to have a cool crew with a nice name and a cool symbol to back us up. So <laughs> I proposed the idea to my friends and in a couple of weeks, like we had people from our school asking us to be a part of the black gang that we didn't even know like that. It was kind of cool. It was a real thing. And it even became a rivalry because this was within the school. It was it was kind of awesome. I, I appreciate the school um, I went to for middle school and high school, Mastery Charter, because they really understood the students and helped to fuel our passions. Not even um, our passion to be in a gang, but they never looked at us as you know these hooligans who were just trying to cause trouble within the school it was more so like oh you guys want to start a group you want to have a voice and you want to make changes and so we actually took it kind of far with the black gang um before i go into the rival group the white gang and just so you know it wasn't any race involved but (laughs) it sounds funny coming out so yeah anyway um the like our teachers got involved and we made flyers because we promoted positivity and perseverance and community ship once again using that word i don't know if it's real but it's real on this podcast so we we're, we were promoting really positive things um with the gang basically so i'm really proud of that actually and it's not something that I will ever leave out. People ask me about it. Yes, I was a part of Black Gang in West Philly. Hey. Now, hold up. Because I realized, like, when I even when I was younger, I realized that gang stuff is for real. So, my gang was, like, academic, leisure, fun. It wasn't illegal. And it wasn't, like, I don't want any beef from any gang leaders today. Like, I'm out the life. You know what I mean? I hung up my do-rag and bandana. So, I don't want no problems. And I do know um, that there is, like, a real-life black gang somewhere out there. And I don't want no problems with y'all. So, let's just say that. Um, (laughs) Moving on to number five. I collect snow globes. Ah, I just love them. They're, like, little orbs of life you just you can see whole stories playing out in them and i think they're so cool to shake up and watch the snow or glitter or whatever fall down and it it gives me a perspective about our world what if we're just in one big ass snow globe or one little ass snow globe depending on your scale and perspective um it makes me think about how intricate life and living can be how there's a whole scene within this orb that to someone in the orb could be life and nothing else would matter. Whereas I'm just holding this orb in my hands and my life is going on around me. It's just 
crazy to think about um, the scale of things. And what if our scale is not the biggest scale? That's what I think. I mean, there is lots of scientific evidence that our scale is not the biggest scale. Um, and so that's awesome to me. But I just it just makes me wonder. Every time I look at snow globes, I think about outer space. Yeah. I'm going to like figure out how to get some sound effects. Because I feel like we should have had some star showers right there. <laughs> um, okay. Where are we at? Number five, I collect snow globes. Number six, I have five tattoos. You see what I did there? Six and him back to five? Yeah. So, you might not know, I have five tattoos. Um, they are oriented around Harry Potter, my great-grandmother, my dad, uh, fertility and positivity, and, you know, all that good stuff. So... I actually want to get more. I do love tattoos and I have a great respect for tattoo artists because that is one hell of a challenge to like draw on someone's skin forever and um, taking care of the stuff after that, being able to know about shading and spacing. I really do like it. Um, I want to get more, but I don't know what I want to get. And so that's why I still have, I've only had five for the last couple of years because I don't want to just have tattoos. I want them to mean something. So, yeah, that's my bit. Number seven. My favorite number seven. Ooh. Okay, that's not in it, but number seven. I love holidays. Call me what you want, but don't call me for fronts because I love holidays. <laughs> All holidays. Um, I find the beauty in them. Even the ones that people say, like, oh, this is man-made. Well, I like to think about it like this. There are super religious meanings after some holidays, but the essence of our feelings and our traditions around many of these holidays are simply that. They're man-made, but that doesn't mean that is not important. Just because we as human beings thought to make it important doesn't mean that it's any less important. And for me, most holidays are about family and about love and about giving to other people. So I don't know why people wouldn't love that. You know what I mean? So I'm a big holiday head. Like, I want to decorate for almost every holiday. And it's really not much that I can do to stop that because that's just who I am. Number eight, I bite my tongue when I'm mad. It's true, I do. And when I'm, like, super-duper mad, I bite my tongue and, like, clench my fist. Because I'm trying to hold back the thunder. I'm trying to hold back the rage. So, if you ever come in contact with me, and we laughing and joking, and then all of a sudden, that tongue bite come out, run. No, I'm just kidding. It's not, it doesn't work like that. But, that's what happens when I'm mad. <laughs> uh, number nine, I never feel my age. So, I don't know if this is a thing, if you, everyone is like this, but I do know that's how I feel. So I turned 20-something yesterday, and my whole life, though, I've always been feeling so much older than the age that I was. Like, I feel eons older, but at the same time, turning 20-something yesterday, I was like, whoa, like, I'm really turning 20-something. Like, it's not turning back from here. Like, it only goes up. So then I started to feel like, like, I don't feel this age. I don't feel this age. So... I either feel younger in any instance or older, but I rarely ever feel 20-something. And that's actually something I want to work on because it might mean that I'm like 
holding myself back or something. It might be a deeper meaning to me never feeling my age because it might mean like I'm not allowing myself to just live right here, right now. I might be living too far in the future or too far in the past. I don't know, but it's something to think about. So yeah, that's that. Uh, And number 10, I cuss a lot. I cuss like a seller. Now, some of you may know, but some of you may not know. Some of my listeners know me from, you know, different areas of living. And so to hear that, it might really be a shocker. But sorry, I do. I get it from my grandma, Jackie. She cussed like a sailor. And she was one of the best cussing fools to do it. So if I could even cuss half as good as her and make her proud, I will. Okay? I'm doing it every day. But it's the difference. I can know when cussing is appropriate and when it's not. So I pride myself on, like, having some sort of standard about it and also people say you know if you cause you you don't have a large vocabulary that's very inaccurate many people in fact who are super intelligent use swear words um i don't think that the correlation between vocabulary well i won't say it so concretely because it could totally mean that if you cuss a lot you might not know any other words but nine times out of ten that's not true um yeah, plenty of intellectuals cuss all the damn time. If we weren't cussing all the time, then we probably would sound like T.I. You know how T.I. is, right? Like, he used all the big words in the book. And that's cool. But think, he cusses too. So, whoop, there it is. All right, I'm off the cussing bit. Now, that was the 10 things about me that you guys may or may not know. And um, I'm going to move on now to some of my favorite things. So, let's talk about movies real quick. Um, and I'm one of these kind of people who I'm moved by things, emotions, things I see and hear. And so my favorite something is, it's kind of hard for me to, to favorite it because I try to find the beauty in everything. So then I could turn into like, Oh, I like that too. Oh, I like that too. So when I say favorite, it, it means like I really love these things so the black panther movie just came out but it's my favorite already so it's going in there the black panther movie i cried i told you guys listen to what episode one of this podcast on here yeah i'll tell you take your hold through the black panther thing if you haven't heard episode one go back and listen so you can learn about how much i love black panther okay that's done the friday movies my favorite friday of them all um with chris tucker and ice cube is the first one when I was a kid, I used to make my mom watch that with me over and over and over again. Um, so I will say that's my favorite movie. And I, I love all the Fridays, too. But the first one is, like, my favorite favorite. Um, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas, the unanimated version. I know I'm showing my young age because so many people love the animated version. I don't mind it, but it's just not my cup of good tea. My good tea is the unanimated version. Um, I thought I think Jim Carrey plays in it, and he did an amazing job. He's super funny, but he embodied this Grinch that I pictured, and so it was cool. Um, Harry Potter. It's kind of hard for me to just say, "Oh, that's my favorite movie," because it's a way of life for me. Uh, I have, a, like I said, I have a Harry Potter tattoo, and the list goes on. I have Harry Potter everything. If I wasn't involved with who I'm involved with, if I'm involved, (laughs) I would be involved with Harry Potter because it's my life. Okay, I would marry Harry Potter. That's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I love all eight movies from the Rooter to the Tudor back on again. Mulan. I 
I love the movie Mulan. It's one of my favorite movies and actually a family favorite along with The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. We all love it. But with Mulan, we love singing all the songs together. It's like a family sing-along every time. Um, I really love... Okay, I'm not going to go because look. Now I'm just talking about movies that I like. And I don't want to give you guys a list of a million movies. I just want to let you know what kind of movies I like. So, any movies that make me feel. I love comedy, romance. Um, I do like thrillers and action movies. Because I go see movies a lot. So, I like them. Um, but the only one that I'm kind of good on is like scary movies. I watch it with my sister though. My sister is one of the only people who can get me to watch scary movies. Because it's just our thing. It's something we do. But, like, on my own? No, I don't want to go see it. So, okay, that's it. Let's talk about animals. My favorite animals are hippopotamus. The reason why is because hippos are one of the most badass species on this planet. Do you hear me? They have super rough skin. Not even rough. They have super tough skin. That even, like, tigers and lions and alligators can't bite through that's badass you mean to tell me that some of the most vicious predators on this planet can't even get to you you're pretty badass and hippos like i don't really hear about them doing anything out of pocket and that what i mean by that is like eating kids or something crazy they kind of just stay to themselves and and but if you test them if you want some of this you got it you know what i mean i kind of feel like i'm a hippo a little bit I got thick skin. People say crazy stuff to me all the time. Like, on the street, they stop me and be like, oh, you look crazy. This, that, and the third. And they try to provoke me, right? But I'm a hippo, so I don't even care. You can't get to me. And they have super big, sharp teeth. I have super big teeth. So, once again, that's the hippo correlation. Okay. Uh, unicorns. Unicorn is a mythical creature, of course. That does not mean they are not walking around somewhere. All right? We only know about 1% of our ocean, which is 70% of our entire planet. So, let's just talk about how much we don't know. That's for one. We don't know that they're not real. Okay. Anyway, I love unicorns and everything unicorn. Cats. I, like, I've been like a cat, um, midwife. I've even seen cats... Like be born many times. There's not even something that I would cringe at seeing anymore because that's how many cats I've seen give birth. And it's not like really, it wasn't their choice. It was mine. I'm not gonna lie. I love cats that much. I love pregnant cats and kittens. Um, side note, I, I think it's so hilarious. My sister is scared of kittens because she's scared of their little, like teeny little claws and little bodies. I think that's funny, but I understand her fear of how something so small could have a life force. I understand that. But, okay, that was a tangent. Um, Yeah, I love cats. And cats are very powerful. They feed off of our energy. They filter our negative energy and give us powerful, um, positive energy back. I wanted to get deeper into that on a different show because this is a real thing. Like, cats, I find cats following me around sometimes, a lot of the times. And so it made me look it up. So, yeah. Um, and that's why I think that's why a lot of ancient cultures worship the cat. Because there's so many cool things about the cat to worship. Dragons. Dragons are another one of my favorites. I know almost everything there is to know about dragons. Now, I've done years and years of research on them. And um, 
it's kind of it depends on what author you read because once again this is a mythical creature so everyone kind of has their philosophies on what kinds of dragons live where and all these other different things um i would say it's kind of one of the things you have to chew up the meat and spit out the bones but yes i love dragons so if you guys haven't noticed i'm like weird and i love that about myself so let's go dogs i have to put dogs on there just because how could you not love dogs like yeah they're my favorite but i love all animals um there's not too many animals that i wouldn't try to like mess with unless it was like you know life-threatening so moving on we talked about movies we talked about animals let's talk about food so my favorite foods is actually funny i don't have very many favorite favorites um macaroni and cheese is one of my all-time favorites like i could live off that if it wouldn't give me horrible constipation pizza i love pizza who doesn't and cabbage i found a new love for cabbage in my 23rd year um ah (laughs) anyway i just realized i i almost gave away my age but anyway um i love cabbage it's awesome but everybody's cabbage is not the bomb so i'm kind of skeptical on trying new people's cabbage but i have a story for you guys so when i was like mm, i'm gonna say i was like five years old my grandma jackie the cussing fool um she owned a bar and you know they cooked and all this good stuff in the back so I wouldn't be at the bar counter with her but she had an office in the back and I would stay in the office um some nights with her while she was finishing up work so one night I got hungry I asked her you know grandma can I get something from the back sure no problem right so I ordered scallops and the scallops were so good y'all they were so good but like I don't know, because it was a long time ago now. A couple, I would say a couple hours after that, I was just throwing up, like throwing up, throwing up. And I threw up for like a day. And after that, my young five-year-old mind, I'm going to say about five, my five-year-old mind was like, oh, after that, like I'm allergic to scallops. That's what that means. And do y'all know that for years after that, like years I would tell people I was allergic to scallops, and when, in like all reality, I probably wasn't allergic. I probably had a small case of food poisoning. The scallops might not have been prepared correctly, or they might have been old, but I doubt that I was actually allergic. After going to nursing school and learning, you know, the processes of allergic reaction and having my mom tell me a million times you're not allergic I realized I was not allergic but you couldn't tell me for a long time that I wasn't allergic to scallops so that's my bit on my favorite foods um like activities as far as things that I like to do uh I'm really calm I have moments of high activity and moments of really not doing much physically at all but one of my favorite things to do is go to the beach i love the beach i love the sun i'm a being of the sun and the earth and the wind the water i don't know i just don't know about the water like i'll put my feet in it but i'm nervous the ocean overwhelms me i won't lie to you and i'm um, going to the pool i have a story about that i almost died when i was four okay 
When I was four years old, I went to the YMCA with my cousin, my cousin Jamal and my Aunt Crystal. So he's only two years older than me. So he's six years old at this time. I'm in the damn YMCA pool. I'm on this damn boogie board. And I'm probably in three feet, but I was four years old. So it seemed like I was in like 15 feet and I just was out there with no help. So I don't even know how it happened. I can't remember how I ended up slipping off the goddamn boogie board into the water, but I was underwater for a strong-ass 40 seconds. Now, that's a long time underwater for a little girl. And But, see, I'm a fool because I didn't even do anything. Like, when I was under the water, I didn't panic. I wasn't really nervous, but I feel like I could have died if my Aunt Crystal hadn't pulled me up out of the water she said she was looking for me and all she saw was my little barrettes floating and then she ran and got me so after that I was like mm, I don't know about the pool you know I, I just don't know but I've been in the pool since then I've even gotten some swimming lessons from a friend since then so I'm trying to overcome that fear of drowning and like being abandoned in water um but yeah it was a journey it was a journey and like for a long time I would just if I told anything about my aunt crystal I would tell how she saved my life that was what I would say um you can ask anybody in my family (laughs) so all right we've talked about my activities I like to do my favorite animals movies foods I told you guys I love holidays but the kicker is I love my birthday just as much or I should say I love other people's birthday just as much as I love my own. Like, I'm birthday bull. I'll go all out for your birthday um, if I love you because that's what I do. But my all-time favorite holidays to celebrate are Halloween and Valentine's Day. I think Halloween brings out the kid and us all and let us all be free. And I honestly think that when we get in costume and walk around and have fun with each other... We learn how to be ourselves on regular days more. Not because we get to hide in the costume, but because we understand that our looks or our preferences are not all that make us. On Halloween, we get to learn about people that have on something completely different than they are. You know, we're in costumes, and so we get to learn the true essence of each other. And I think we can carry that off of those days where we're not being, you know, frivolous and learn to find the true essence of people. So that's why I love Halloween and I love Valentine's Day because I'm romantic. But I can't stand when people say, like, every day is Valentine's Day if you Okay, all right, uh, uh, uh. Is every day Christmas? You're going to get people stuff every day? Is every day, you, you know, come on, like, let's, let's not do this. I understand where people are coming from. And so if you don't celebrate, it's not like it doesn't make me not celebrate. I don't care. But I just I don't think that it should be something we automatically dismiss because what you're not in a relationship or you, you're not a romantic person. Love is universal. So on Valentine's Day, I don't just do romantic things with my partner. I show love to my entire family and we all exchange small tokens of our love whether it be words or material but we always make sure we acknowledge each other and I think that for people who do it every day it's all the more reason to do it that day why not it's a day for love if you're a truly love giving person 
And then you shouldn't mind giving a little more love on one day. It won't, you know, won't do anything. So that's how I feel about Valentine's Day. I love it. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to talk about my favorite books because I love to read and do arts and crafts. Uh, oh, so I guess that's like an activity of mine. But my favorite books are The Red Tent by Anita Diamant. And it's actually based off of a Bible story, but you learn so much in the book. Uh, It's a great book for women and young ladies, but I think that men could read the book and learn a lot as well. Um, It's about having to deal with drastic life changes and finding the blessing in every situation you're in. I think anybody can benefit from that. Um, My book's Another book is Harry Potter. I say books, huh? Because it's like, what, seven of them? So all those, I live and breathe and eat Harry Potter. I've written them. um, Written them? That's not a word. I've read them for over and over again for years now. Um, And that's by J.K. I say J.K. Rowling, but I've heard it be pronounced J.K. Rowling. However, I'm going to say J.K. Rowling because that's how I think of it in my head. So, yeah. And I also love The Magician's Nephew. It's a, I want to say like a prequel to the Narnia books. Um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, and all those other sequel, uh, sequels of that. It's about magic. I love all things magical and mystical and questioning our everyday reality. Because if we pay attention, there's magic all around us. And I think... My, some of my favorite books can show how our reality and our magic can mix. But one of the reasons why I really love Harry Potter so much is because during one of the hardest times in my life, I leaned on Harry Potter. So, quick bit, I'm a gun violence survivor. Uh, when I was 12 years old, I had to witness my father be murdered. Um we were in the car together and so I was ended up, I ended up being shot as well in that process and um, it's a, something that I struggle with constantly um, it's not something that is very easy to deal with at all but one of my coping mechanisms was absolutely and is absolutely to this day Harry Potter seeing another character able to maneuver through so many challenges that seem to happen one after the other was very inspiring to me Um, It posed as an escape, but it also posed as a reminder, a reminder that things are going to get messed up and, you know, you're going to feel like, what the fuck, sometimes. Um, But if you have, if you can recognize the love you have around you, if you can recognize the gifts that you do have and not focus on what you don't have or what you have had to go through, um... You can make it. Like, you can survive and live a life that's worth living. Sometimes I struggle with just living and not always living a life worth living. And so, reading these books and finding these things help to remind me that there are things worth living for. And so, that's why I really do love Harry Potter um, and all the books, the other books that I've listed. I'm actually rounding off to the end of my topics I had a couple more I wanted to talk to you guys about but I don't think they're the biggest things in the world that you must know about me (laughs) 
so I'm not going to do it. But uh, what I will say is it was hard for me getting these things together because they all are fairly superficial until, like, you know, the gun violence part. I had a harder time looking in and finding what I thought was worth telling people. And I, I want to do this more often. I, I won't give you guys a million facts about myself so often. But I'm definitely going to look at myself and see who I truly am. Doing this episode has shown me more than anything. Not, you know, what I like or what I... All the things I know. But it's shown me that there's so much I do not know about myself. And it's scary. Because I feel like at this age I should know more. But it's also inspiring because I feel like I now I know there's so much more I can learn and so many things I can do to get to know myself better. And I'm inspired to do that so that maybe next year, if I decide to do, you know, a coming back to me episode where I go over what I've learned and more things about me. I'll have more things to contribute, things that mean something, not just to you guys, not that you guys don't matter, but to me. I was thinking about me and what mattered to me, and when I thought of those things, um, it was hard, it was hard, like, not that I don't have things that matter, it, it was just hard to look at myself so plainly as I had to, to gather this information, because it's so much more to me, guys, but I'm truly not going to do that (laughs) to your ears, Um, but I do appreciate any listener here taking the time out to learn about me, and listening to me learn about myself, (laughs) like I always do, I I truly appreciate the support that I've received, and am receiving um, with the podcast, and you guys coming back to me with uh, every episode that I produce, I really do appreciate that. So, um, thank you very much. Hopefully, some of the crap I told you, you didn't know about me. I'm totally another year older, and right now I feel good. Oh, I want to give you guys a quick anecdote before I go. So, I did a cleanse, uh, a natural cleanse using visualization candle work and incense the day before my birthday so on the 17th I did that and let me tell you if you guys are going to do a cleanse for your new year or for any chapter or any reason if you're going to cleanse for any reason please don't do what I did okay don't do it the day right before you want to go and like have fun do it a couple days before because on my actual birthday I was like messed up my body had reacted to me trying to pull that energy out of it and it totally started coming out if you know what I mean so (laughs) um that was a a quick antidote but after the effects of the cleanse I do feel very refreshed I feel empowered and inspired I understand I have work to do in my personal life in my career world um but I also understand that it's not the end of the world And that I have time to focus and get what I need to get done. Sometimes I beat myself up. This is another thing about me. I know I was supposed to go already, but hey, kill me. Uh, I beat myself up really bad about things that 
if I don't spend so much time beating myself up, I could actually help myself change the things I don't like about it, about myself. So um, I'm trying to work on that. Like instead of just looking at how I think I'm bad in some way, I can find the beauty in myself and realize that I haven't done something so wrong in not being able to accomplish what I thought I would be able to accomplish by now. I think we all feel that way sometimes. You know, we look at where we are in our lives and where we thought we would be. And I think that's where I'm at. And I'm just beating myself up and really hard on myself. But um, even looking into and thinking about who I am trying to get this episode together, I noticed that I should treat myself a little better. So, yeah, that's something I totally want to work on for this new year of me. And hopefully I can do that because we all deserve to be kind to ourselves. And though, you know, being realistic is needed, there's also a such thing as being too hard on yourself. So, yeah. If you do that, I would advise you to try your best not to because I'm going to try my best not to. And if you, if I said anything to you guys today that meant something to you or you want to ask me any extra questions, if you feel like this episode just didn't give you enough about me, if you think, if, if you think anything or you want to know anything, please send me a message. Um, feel free to drop a line. Let me know what you think and how you feel if there's anything you want to talk about um my social media because i was supposed to give you guys my social media last time so uh, on instagram i am ms amina bell so that's miss amina bell on instagram it's um miss i think it's on twitter it's amina bell and facebook as well it's not miss it's just amina bell or pretty mama 777 that's on twitter so i made that when i was young i'm thinking about changing it i don't know but anyway uh thank you so much guys for listening i appreciate every listener i receive every time it does not go unnoticed thank you so much um this has been the all about amina edition of let's talk i am amina bell and i will so talk to you next time thank you bye bye